I started reading my journals a couple of years ago and I thought, oh, for the love of God, I've got to start talking to my child about boys because I was a disaster. Dickie, it's your mother. No, you never call me. I mean, I wonder, is your finger broken? Just don't tell my mother. It's your mother. 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 No, you never call me. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't. Don't tell, don't tell. Where the hell are you? You are never home. Hello, my family. I'm Nikki Levy, and welcome back to Don't Tell My Mother, where your favorite humans tell true stories they'd never want their moms to know. And then they tell their moms. We have an amazing guest today. She was nominated for an Emmy for her role in Unreal. We all fell in love with her and were simultaneously incredibly intimidated by her in Entourage. And now she's starring in the Freeform show Good Trouble, which she also directs. Stay tuned for more episodes dropping on July 14th. I am talking about the cutest, the funniest, badass Constance Zimmer. Constance is taking us back to 1980s SoCal, where hair was bleached and hormones were raging. And then we're joined by her mother, Ingrid. We had so much fun together and we covered so much ground that this episode is actually to be continued and there is a second part with a very special surprise. So lather on the SPF 400, we're driving with the top down. Here is me and Constance Zimmer right after this. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Constance, because you're an actor that I absolutely love, I broke a long-standing podcast tradition and I put on makeup and a bra today. Well, see, now I feel bad because I didn't put on any makeup and I even put my hair in a bun. <laughs> I was like, I can't I can't pretend that I'm going to try and look good. Instead, I'll just try and look worse. <laughs> Impossible. You are gorgeous, talented, hilarious. You got the whole package. Listen, I appreciate you. I hear you. I'm I I I've really worked hard my whole life trying to accept compliments. Um, so I, I will take it and I will okay. say thank you, but it's, um, yeah, it's just, I've struggled with it. I've struggled with it my whole life. I mean, it's why it's hilarious to me that I play incredibly strong, yes, confident women that wear the tight ass fucking dresses <laughs> and skirts when that is yeah. the farthest thing from what I would ever do or be or try to be. I mean, it's, it's comical to me. Well, what were you like when you were a teenager? Oh, a mess. 100% <laughs> a mess. I mean, super insecure. Wanted to make everybody laugh. Wanted to entertain everybody. Wanted everybody to like me. And so I think it was my building blocks to becoming an actor because I was constantly on. Just constantly uh -huh. like, oh, you don't like me? I'm going to figure out how to make you like me. How did you do it? I was a part of every single group in school. I was, you know, friends with the goths. I was friends. Were you goth? I could see goth. 
I was goth. <laughs> weirdly enough, I was goth after high school, not in high school. <laughs> you were post-goth, goth. I was post-goth, yeah, because when I was in high school, I was super Orange County, Newport Beach girl, like perm hair, oh my um, highlights from sun in and lemon and oil and bleach and tan and blue eyeliner and, you know, just tried to fit in. And I, do, I didn't really fit in. I have to be honest, though, sun in just took me back, took me back to seventh grade. Right. Took me back. Yeah. And if you can't get sun in or your mom won't let you, you put lemon. Right. You put lemon on your yeah, hair. lemon and you That's mix it. it with baby oil so that Ooh. your hair would get all like greasy. I don't know. It's crazy. that stuff I used to put on my body. Yeah. It's amazing. We all still have hair. Yeah. I mean, it's embarrassing to look back on, to be honest. I tr started reading my journals a couple of years ago and wow. I had to stop because I having a daughter, it puts everything into perspective. And I thought, oh, for the love of God, I've got to start talking to my child about boys because... I was a disaster. I mean, it's very clear in the journals, not in my memory, not in my memory, but when I read the journals, that I was sleeping with guys so that they would like me. Yes. I never thought that just me hanging out with them and being funny and nice was enough. I was just always like, oh, I'll just sleep with them and they'll like me. And then I was surprised that after I slept with them, they were like, bye. Did your mom teach you about sex? Like, did you, like, who who gave you the talk to even kind of know, know what was what? No, I don't, she didn't talk to me about sex. I mean, I feel like I learned everything from my sister. I just asked questions of my sister when I had the questions. I mean, look, you don't have the questions until you're faced with it. Mm -hmm. Right? And back then, there was no, I, we had health Right? Like we had health classes, I think I want to say in high school, in high school, like in 10th grade, maybe. I mean, my daughter had them in fifth grade. Mm -hmm. I feel like we had them in high school. And at that point, you were like laughed at if you didn't already know the information. Of course, it's too late. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Do you think you're a lot different now than you were then? I was... A lot more dangerous and uh -huh. adventurous. Yes. When I was younger, 100%. What changed? Um, I realized it wasn't getting me anywhere. Uh. Uh. <laughs> it, was, it just shit. Yeah. Well, lucky for us, you are taking us back to a time before you hit this peak maturity. It is 1980s Newport Beach, California. I got blue shimmery eyeshadow, bleached permed hair. Ooh, Constance, tell me everything. I'll give you a little bit of backstory first. I have a sister who's three and a half years older than I am. Mm -hmm. And she got caught drinking, really drunk, uh, had to be brought home from a party by my mom. My parents are divorced. So it was just we were raised by our mother for the most part. We had a stepfather for six years from sixth grade to 12th grade. Okay. So my mom and my stepdad went to go pick her up at the party. She was totally drunk. She got in so much trouble suspended. I mean, couldn't see her friends. I mean, everything at that at that time, 
you did as a as a kid, you know, there weren't computers, there weren't cell phones, any of that, like wasn't allowed to use the phone, wasn't allowed to watch television. I mean, everything was taken away. Ugh. Yeah, it's the worst. And so I saw that and I looked up to her so much and I thought, oh my God, I don't ever want that to happen to me. So I think it sent me down a road of not being the good girl, but pretending to be the good girl. Got it. Acting like. Acting like, yeah. Because I was very mischievous in my youth. I, <laughs> I drank a lot in high school like for no reason, like, because then I just threw it all up. So like, what was the point? <laughs> I know we partied so inefficiently in our youth, right? <laughs> so there was this, there was this band <laughs> that came and played at a party, some, some party at somebody's house with a parent that was allowed letting teenagers drink alcohol. And they were, I mean, who doesn't love a rock star? How old were you here? I believe I could, I mean, 15 or 16. I mean, I was a sophomore in high school. So again, I was on the younger side of, of the years. Um, and he, they played at this party. And I remember saying to my friends, like, oh, the lead singer, it's so cute. You know, and it was all about <laughs> like, ooh, danger. Ooh, lead singer of a band who doesn't go to our school, who's older than us. And like all that nonsense, which by the way, I still continue to do throughout my life. But do you um, remember the name of the band? I do. Oh my God. It was called, they were called the Crichtons. Oh, I love that name. Like Michael Crichton. <laughs> yes. But I think it was spelled C-R-I-T-E-N-S. The Crichtons. Because they didn't know how to spell it. I don't know. I don't know. But I thought he was so cute. What did he look like? Oh I have. To, I want to. I want to get a sense of who this. Oh my god! He honestly, he looked exactly like the lead singer of Big Country. Do you remember that band? And they sang that song in a big country. Oh, he dreams free with you. Yeah, <laughs> like a lover's voice. Yeah, he looked. He looked like that guy. Looked what did like that, that guy look like, though? Because I know the song, but I don't know the guy. Uh, it was, you know, brown, kind of brown, medium, straight, long hair, like mm. kind of a little. Oh my god. I mean, I still think about it. He was so cute. He was so cute. I thought I had won the lottery. I still don't really know how I figured out how to get him to notice me. I, I don't know what I did, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was something horrible. Um, but I started dating him. Dating? Here's the here's what the dating was. I would sneak out of my bedroom. Yeah through the window, uh, crawl over the fence um, at like, I don't know, could have been one in the morning, two in the morning, something like that. Put my car in neutral so that it would roll down the driveway into the street, into a very busy street. I'm impressed. Um, but you know, it's two in the morning, so there's not a lot of cars. Then I would turn the wheel and then I would get it so that it was going down the hill so that I still wouldn't have to turn it on because it was an old car. And so it made a lot of noise when you started it. So then I would start it up. I would drive 45 minutes, if not more, to go and like have sex with them. Yeah. And then maybe some snuggle time. 
I don't even know. Right, right. If you wanted it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And then get back in my car, drive home, put the, I mean, I had to go around the block in order to be on a downward hill so that I could just spin into the driveway with no power and then, you know, put on the brake and park the car exactly where I was before, which was always very difficult. And then go and jump over my fence again and crawl back into my window, back into bed. Um, and a lot of times I think that like I would just have my outfit on, like I would then change and I would get into my outfit for school, I think, so that it was like a little bit more time that I could sleep in and I'd already be dressed. So you would do this on a school night? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At 15 years old? Yeah, I mean, let's say 16, because I feel like that's when I have my license. 16. And you don't remember how you actually first talked to this dude? I mean, I'm I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I did. I turned on my flirting. Okay, got it. Like, majorly. And look, I was the girl that was willing to sneak out in the middle of the night and get in my car and drive to his house. So, winner? Question mark? Winner! (laughs) Mind you, uh, didn't last very long. um, Because when you can only see someone at two in the morning. Yes. It uh, it became a little difficult to keep up that, (laughs) whatever that was, relationship or not. Um, Because I only ever, I talked to him on the phone, like a lot. Yes. But I don't think, did I ever see him during the day? (gasps) Oh. Did you never see him in the light of day ever? I don't know. Maybe he was a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Basically, what you're saying is he never paid for anything. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Like, we never win anywhere. And also, I don't, like I said, it it didn't last very long that whatever that was, if it was called a relationship. I mean, look, I'll be right away, honest and telling you this. Like, and this is also stuff I think my mom would die. Yeah. Is it's like because I was so insecure that, you know, I think I use sleeping with guys as a way to get them to like me. um, And. Period. End of sentence. It's weird to look back on because it's clearly I did not think that I was enough. And that I needed that. To be like, wait, hold on, but look what else I can give you. Yeah, it's like, I will jump out of my window to be with you. What more do you want? You know, look, I think there's a lot of it that was about, like, my mom never met him. You know, it's like, there is that danger element. um, The sneaking is exciting and fun. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's almost like, maybe you didn't ask because you didn't want her to say no, and maybe you didn't ask because... You just wanted to do it and get away with it. Yeah, like how fun was it just to walk out the front door? That's not very exciting. No, it's a door. That's what they're made for. Yeah. And did your mother ever catch you sneaking out or sneaking in? No, no. Never. Was Was she watching or was she trying not to know things? Well, see, this is why this would be That's a great reason to ask her. You, you should know. call her. <laughs> I know. You should, I, should. I mean... Yeah, I should. I should just say, Mom, you have to ask her. You have to just be like, what's your mother's name? What do what you Ingrid. 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 Oh, yeah. right. Because she's German. Uh huh. Yeah. Would you say Ingrid 
did you realize that I snuck out the however you say window in German? In- a <laughs> yes, like yeah. defenestration. Yes, um, exactly. I am very curious to know for your mother. I'm oh, I'm going to ask her. I'm just going to ask her because like at this point, who cares? I'm kind of excited to ask her. I really want to ask her because I really, I mean, I would, I weirdly would love it if she says, oh no, I knew. Do you want to call her now? I mean, I can. Okay, hold on. Let's just see. Oh my god, this is crazy. She gonna pick up? Let's see. Hello, hello. Hi, mom. Oh, hi, Katie. Um, I have a I have a quick question for you, and I just want to be honest up front. I'm calling you on speakerphone because I'm doing this podcast right now uh, that is called "Don't Tell My Mother." Yeah. And I just, I wanted to, I really, we were just talking about some stories in high school that I don't think that you knew about. And I just wanted to ask you, did you know that I snuck out of my bedroom, like in the middle of the night? And yeah. would, wait, yeah. <gasps> what? Yeah, I told you, you had your diary underneath the pillow. And I was changing pillowcases, as weird enough I'm doing this moment. I'm changing my bed. Uh, there was your diary, and it had notations about you getting out of bed, and and also uh, about the beauty of the male organ. <gasps> what? what? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You read my diary? 
I identified. Oh. But yet we didn't have a conversation. Well, we did, but not um, at the dinner table. Yes, we we did. I mean, you you knew. Well, I don't know if you knew that I knew because I read your one page diary. But I uh, we talked about uh, hormones and safety and you did. You know the normal cause of things in human lives. So you you were open with Constance about the birds and the bees and, you know, educating a little bit because it was natural and normal. Exactly. Yeah. She did go to, to uh, Sunday school, so she got her morals from, uh, from uh, Sunday school, probably, but not from me. Not from... What? Wait, are you trying to say I have morals? Yes, you do. Are you trying to say, Ingrid, that you don't have morals? <laughs> I do, but I also know nature is stronger than that. You know, Ingrid, true words have never been said. Because <laughs> you have two daughters, right? Two girls. Yes, I do. And what do you think as a mom, in your mind, what was one of the one of the most important things that you taught Constance? It's to keep a certain distance and just observe and uh, you know, support with love, but ah. don't, yeah, don't wag your finger at everything. Oh, so almost like independence a little bit, maybe. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I was mm. an only child and uh, my parents were extremely strict and I was under extreme pressure on all kinds of levels with them and uh, I needed to ascertain myself very young as being a very independent soul. And wow. I, and I still do. She does. Ingrid, do you remember a time that you got really, that Constance got in trouble? Do you remember a time when you had to discipline her when she was maybe a little mis too mischievous? You mean when she was brought home by a friend uh, kind of drunk? No, that was Stephanie. That wasn't me. Oh, that was you too, my dear. Oh, shit, Constance. Sorry. Sorry, Ingrid. I didn't mean to curse. <laughs> you tumbled in, but you had a good friend bring you home safely. So I was very grateful. And, um, you know, just like with your older sister, those are experiences we, and those are, you know, we have to have in order to make choices later in life that, you know, there is only so far one can experiment with oneself until one goes over the over the border, over the edge. Constance, did you ever go over the edge? <laughs> Clearly. Rain yourself. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure I did. Pretty sure I did. But like I was saying to you, I was just telling Nikki that, you know, I think that I knew that at 17, senior in high school, that I had like been doing a little too much of, of everything, not, not drugs, but, you know, drinking and boys and stuff. And I was like, I might need to rein this in a little bit. Cause it's not, yeah, I know, I know that was the time when you turned the corner. Oh, you remember when she turned the corner? Oh yeah. You know, she didn't do a, a black eye makeup and, and, and she, I mean, she was so, so gothic for a while there. Yes, she told me she was a goth kid. I, I 
kind of liked it, but I knew it was just a, you know, a phase. That's why, I mean, I don't get upset about things. Everything is not permanent, you know? I do. Well, as a mom of two girls, you know, who's someone who's been a mom for a really long time, what is the best advice that you could give to other moms? Uh, Enjoy the here and now. Nothing is permanent. She already knows that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's how I live my life because that's my mom has always said that. Well, how do you think you're becoming like your mom as you get older? Um, I think my sense of uh, free spirit and positivity and trying to see the good in things that are even bad. I think that all comes from my mom. 100 percent. Oh, oh, my mom's crying. Ingrid, are you crying? <laughs> yeah. Ingrid, and and now you have a you have um a granddaughter. I don't know if maybe you have more than one, but you have Coco. Yeah, she I has have three grandkids. Wow! And Constance, is there anything you're doing in your uh, mothering of Coco that maybe is a little bit different, or even a little similar to how you grew up? Oh yeah, I mean, with my mom, it's it's different because my mom was was so fun. Oops, there well, nothing is permanent. Nothing is permanent, she said. It's store. It's an old English little cake plate. I was going to have my, my piece of cake, but now I just have to drink my tea. Anyway, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Wait, did it break? Did the plate break? Yeah. Oh. And the plate broke and the cake broke? Ingrid, how is how is Coco, your granddaughter Coco, different than Constance at this age, at thirteen? Uh, she is wiser. Ah. We have this picture, and this I have it uh, in my living room on my little coffee table. It's a, it's a picture of three gen- three female generations. Um, my granddaughters, my daughters, and myself sitting on Whoa. my. Ingrid, I'm so happy to meet you. Same here. I, I wish I could listen to your podcast, but I don't even have earbuds, so whatever. Okay, Constance will tell me. Okay. Bye, Mom. Okay, bye. bye, Thank Ingrid. you. Constance, your mother. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I'm so glad we did this. I'm glad we did it, too. I mean, she's really, she's very surprising. You know, sometimes she says things and I'm just like, wow, wow, wow. You're really kind of awesome. Did you know she read your diary? Uh, No, I'm pretty sure I didn't because I feel like I would have hit it in a different spot or I would have been incredibly angry. I mean, I kind of like, I feel like if you hit it under your pillow, it's not entirely her fault. That's what I mean. I mean, what was I thinking? Especially when I know that I didn't, I mean, I clearly didn't change my own bedding. Unless it wasn't under your pillow. I don't know. Yeah. This kind of stuff is kind of crazy to realize that she knew the whole time and she didn't stop me. But it sounds like her whole thing is 
I came from a strict household. My parent had to know everything because I was an only child in a different generation. And she she wanted specifically to be different with you, just like you might want to be different with Coco. Yeah, exactly. This shit is like a loop. Isn't yep. that crazy? I have to tell you, you do not understand your parents as much as you do when you become a parent. You definitely look at your parents differently when you do have a kid. Well, can we meet Coco? Yes, of course you can. Of course you can meet Coco. Let's call Coco! Where is Coco? Where is Coco? Hey guys, we hoped you enjoyed the episode with Constance and her mother. Come back tomorrow for a very special part zwei, that's two in German, when we call Constance's daughter Coco and get her take on this whole sneaking out debacle. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe to Don't Tell My Mother wherever you get your podcast and give us a five-star review. We live for your validation. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Don't Tell My Mother and at Nikki Levy. Your story matters. You matter. We love you exactly as you are. Don't Tell My Mother is created, hosted, and executive produced by Nikki Levy, my daughter. The show is executive produced by John Cryer. Oh my God, I love him. And Lisa Joyner and Jody Zuckerman Weiner at Discount Sushi. Our producer is Liza Glukoft. Co-producer, Andrew Condon. Mixed and edited by Donovan Bullen. Theme song by Donovan Bullen and Joe McKenzie. Distributed by Acast. Now go call your mothers. Just don't, just don't, just don't. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.